This is the Deering Acting Studio Podcast, where we discuss the connection between life and acting. Alrighty, welcome back everybody to the Deering Acting Studio Podcast. I am Matthew Deering, here with the Sweeney Boys, Mr. Brian Sweeney and Joey Sweeney. What's going down, gentlemen? What's up? What's up, everybody? These are crazy times we are living in right now. Crazy. It is nuts. Am I right, Brian? Why, we, why, are you, why are you acting weird? I'm gonna introduce him in a minute. Like you're, you're being weird. I got real excited. Brian's being really, really weird. He's not even making eye. Brian contact totally with ruined Matt. the. There's supposed to be opening banter, and then we introduce the guest. I know. Like, I, you think I don't know? You think I forgot that he's here? No, I was just looking at him. It's just like cool to. No, see. you were looking at me, then looking at him, and you were going like, "Do you remember that he's here?" No, that's not <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any idea like hey, what you're doing? Did you no, know that doing. we have a guest right next to me? Well, we I'm might as well get right to it because Brian, can he's going to burst here. We have another Sweeney. Uh, I don't know if I can call him a Sweeney boy. He's, he's sort of the Sweeney man, the reason the two of you exist. The senior Sweeney. Facts. Mr. Brad Sweeney. Welcome, Brad. Thank you. Brad is uh, Joey and Brian's father and an unbelievably awesome human being. I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, so thank you for being here, Brad. There's a couple reasons we wanted to have you in here, but um, but let's just start off with you have this really cool, unique perspective on the Deering Acting Studio because we've obviously come so far and people who haven't seen us all the way. I mean, there's it's it's a, hilarious where we started from. So I would love to get some of your perspective on even just you know the studio, but also your boys' growth and development over the last decade or so. <laughs> McDowell Road. Yeah, yeah. McDowell Road. Oh my gosh, your studio on McDowell. Do you remember? Of course. Oh, of course yeah. yeah. So that was studio number two. Wow. Mm-hmm. The first one was the doctor's office. Doctor's office. Then the big move was to go to McDowell. And I mean, it was eh, not the nicest part of town, I'd say. <laughs> it really wasn't. <laughs> we, there were eight parking spots. Eight. Oh, like horrible. legit eight. Yeah. Well, and we talk about this a lot. So what's, what's interesting is this... Uh, this is a crisis that we are going through right now in the world. This is a absolute crisis. It's it's arguably going to have as big of an impact financially on this country as 9-11. So there's no doubt that this is a big deal, what we're going through right now, the coronavirus. Um, but we started our company in 2007, which is right when the biggest financial crisis happened. And... The difference was we didn't know better. <laughs> so we were just sort of young and stupid and we're like, hey, we're not going to quit. So we didn't make a ton of money, but we also just learned how to grind. So talking about this terrible part of town, and it really was not the best. Um, there was like high traffic, but it wasn't good traffic. It was like it came right off the freeway really fast. Nobody was stopping to say, hey, how can I take a well, we And we promoted class. anyway. I mean, there was there was like that middle part, like right in between. And this is where you come right off of the freeway, literally. And we would go out with a sign and take turns spinning signs outside of the place. I like, sent my, <laughs> my new bride out in the middle of that street. <laughs> we would. We would take turns for hours. Standing out there with a sign. That's exactly right. It was crazy. So the idea of like just f- 
finding the will to survive, I think, is a, is a good, I don't know, it's a, it's a good topic right now for people because cause times are hard, there's no doubt. Brian was in the hospital for the first time back then, and, yeah. and he really felt he was the heart of not letting Deering die, mm. not letting the whole thing go when the economy was bad. It, it was like, it was his heart's meaning to yeah. make that work. Well, I I just felt like, and I've always felt this way, the way that you've created this place to be a loving training facility that deals with each person. I honestly have never seen it or experienced anything like that. So the idea ever of anything ever being without that is like, it, it's just unimaginable to me. And so it's just, it's powerful. Well, and Brian, I should go ahead. I mean, since your dad brought it up here, I should go. And for, for anybody who doesn't know, the amount of dedication Brian has given to this place and loyalty to me and the studio is just unfathomable. <laughs> I struggled with that word. But so, so when he was just a kid, he would come down every weekend from Wickenburg. So he'd make the hour trip out. You guys would drive him when it, when he wasn't able to drive yet. And, I mean, talk about dedication. Like, he was always there, always showing up. And then he was in high school when he first started the company. He would come down every free hour that he had. He would put into the company for little to no money. Um, he was doing jobs he didn't love to do, but just to just to be a part of the ground floor of this thing. And, um, and yeah, so then when, when he got sick, it's funny cause it was a dual edged sword. Like we wanted him, needed him to edit for the studio. Cause at the time we were innovating. So we would create DVDs for our students. Um, and that was like, you know, the big new thing. And, um, and so, so we wanted him, needed him, but at the same time, it was funny cause he wanted and needed us back, mm-hmm. you know, to have something to do and to feel like you still are needed and wanted and 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 that's what i wanted to give you i remember carting that big huge heavy editing computer down to your room that thing was giant and uh it kind of goes into this quarantine idea because i I was stuck in there and it was the greatest gift i could ever be given i was like yes i cannot wait to sit at this computer and and just work and just like well, and if you think, yeah, and you think about it, you were able to give to other people in a way that was impactful in your own way from that room. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, this is good, Brian. You sh- you could really talk right now and help people who are in quarantine because you've been quarantined several times within a hospital room. And, yes, people were able to visit you and whatnot, but you also had many countless hours alone by yourself how do you survive? Um, well, I would say that I've had many fails in that area. First off, I'll okay. start there and talk about that it's actually not until very recently that I learned how to uh, how to manage it in a productive way. Because it, speaking into that, it's very, very easy to just sit and sleep longer 
and do less and watch more movies and watch more <laughs> TV. Like it, it just is because that's sort of this environment that you are in. And then you have people visit and, and, and so then you'd be presented with opportunities to kind of do things, but not really. Um, and then recently you helped me through this, like very recent hospital visit, probably like two hospital visits ago. And the idea that we, I don't we have talk to talk about that. Like, it's just like a secondhand. Thing. Right. Yeah, it is like two, two hospitals. Yeah, a couple visits ago. ago. No big deal. You I know. go there a lot. I got a frequent flyer pass. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. Um, but like at this most recent one, you helped me realize like just because I'm in this spot doesn't mean that all the things I want to do and, and do normally have to go away. They just have to adjust slightly. Yeah. So I have to find new ways to do them, but not just fill the hours with these other things, just just adapt, basically. Well, and that's the power of habits and creating non-negotiables for ourselves. So if you think about it, unless there was something really, really crazy, for the most part, even if you're in the hospital, even if you're on vacation, even if you're doing I, I, countless other things, you're still going to brush your teeth that day. Mm-hmm. You're going to find a way because that's something that you do every day. You've just decided that that's a habit that I have. Well, any other habit you decide is going to be a daily thing, then it doesn't matter. The hospital can't stop you from doing the thing. Yeah. And yeah, and that's what you, you picked up this last time and you got you got so much done and you, you accomplished so much. And, and again, it always for me, it always goes back to it's not about me. This is not about the studio. This is about making sure that you – you don't need to go backwards just because they go to, go to the hospital for a second. That's all right. Yeah. You want to progress you. How are you growing and becoming better and finding a way to impact people? And you're right. Like the hospital, m- much like many of our homes and different environments, they're set up for television. Mm-hmm. They're set up to make it easy rather than encouraging ourselves to to work a little harder and do something extra to make ourselves better that's uh that's something cool that you told us when we moved into our apartment was you sort of gave us that idea to chew on when we were dreaming up uh things we could do with our space and for me i've never not had a tv in my room Mm. and it was something that's like so foreign to me it was really hard uh, I still keep it in my closet, <laughs> just like, and it's always there. But I actually have n- only plugged in in once on like a weekend when I had my cousins over. I'm just imagining you crawling into the closet. <laughs> but no, but the thing is, like, it's it's just off. Yeah, like you, it's not plugged in, so it's just sitting in the closet. But like, normally my whole life I've had it like on my dresser or like it's been the centerpiece, and now like. It, it hasn't been that way. So now it's like my bed or my dresser or my desk, you know, whatever um, I choose to do for the day, that becomes the highlighted space. But when you have that TV, when you have the Xbox in there, when you have the things that you really like but are also super distracting, if you don't be careful with it, that's when you get yourself in trouble. And I did that all my life, and just finally I'm like, oh, Okay, I mean, not having it in, having a space where I don't have that is actually really nice. Yeah, I learned that actually in marriage counseling. When I went through marriage counseling through the Catholic Church, before you get married, they they sit you down and you have some sessions to make sure that, you know, you're both compatible and everything. And it's it's a really good process, actually. And so uh, that was one of their big suggestions was to keep the television out of the bedroom and keep certain things out of the bedroom and and 
make that bedroom sacred for mm. your marriage and for sleeping and, and, and basically make that a priority in that room and then separate, you know, your distractions elsewhere. Sure. Which I can tell you has been huge for our marriage, especially when, you know, when kids come around and this and that, I mean, it's, it can be tough. Of course, now we've got computers, so I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to say there isn't any TV that happens in the bedroom, but, but, uh, what we try not to. For sure. Yeah. And, and again, just not having it as the highlight is the big deal. Exactly. So speaking of, uh, Joey, since he started talking, Brad, uh, what, what is the, Joey's now much more recent part of the studio last couple years. And so, you know, Brian's been here for, since the beginning. So he's been here over a decade. What kind of transition have you seen from the outside in of your son, Joey? Wow. I mean, it's, it's amazing what he's doing now. He's, he's being self-taught or taught by the studio and by necessity what he would learn in, in college, but he's ahead of people in college it, it appears he, he in, definitely is in the editing in the in what he does with the computers in what in his confidence level yeah <laughs> you know what when when he when we first reached out to him we were in we were in a need and it was kind of a gamble but we were looking for help with Valleywood mm-hmm. and I always say you kind of you get paid what you're worth you know and truthfully he wasn't worth anything back then <laughs> But I knew I didn't think I could talk him into it without paying him. And and I really, I just had this like gut feeling. I'm like, this might, you know, it might be right for him. But I think when we found you, you were in my dad's basement living down there. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And essentially just playing video games all day, every day. Pretty much. And kind of, yeah. you know, locked in, sleeping in and whatnot. Like didn't really have direction or anything. And comes down here and it's been this like grinding process to reframe your mind. And... uh yeah, so so from there to now, the, what he's, I, I mean, I'm amazed too on a daily basis what he's doing and what he knows and, and how he's like communicating with people across the seas, you know, in our web development team and whatnot. I mean, it's just nuts. He calls me almost every day and it's it's nice. It's, it's something that um, uh, makes my day and... and he always calls me what's up <laughs> <laughs> every every morning I try. That's awesome. What's up? <laughs> That's a very cool tradition, Joey. So um so speaking of Joey, we, we have a master class coming up here. Yeah. yeah. I'm very excited about that. Joey's doing two scenes, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to retrain him how to kiss again? Oh. No, oh. no you know what? He's been, he's been trained. I mean, I just shouldn't have to anymore. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, no, so oh, so I'll, I'll, I'll remind everyone who, who wasn't there, you know, just kind of take us through this really sure, slowly yeah, and just yeah, kind of drag yeah. this out. Totally. Joey was in a scene and had had the opportunity where he was going to have to kiss a girl to for the scene purpose. And you can't give Joey control. Not cool. Oh. All right. You, would you like to tell the story? No, would you, you prefer? No, no, no. You can tell the no, story. No, if you want to go into it. That this was is cool. purely for comedic <laughs> purposes and it worked. It was hilarious. <laughs> anyway, long story short, he hadn't, he hadn't had a kiss yet. And, uh, not, not like, I mean, you had like little ones, but not a, not a real deal one. And this, this particular play required a real deal kiss, <laughs> you know? And, uh, so anyway, it's funny cause your dad was in the room 
when we were trying to teach that moment of like, hey, no, the kiss isn't really believable. Let's let's move it back. <laughs> and it was so embarrassing for both you, I think your parents, and definitely your scene partner. So uh, that was a moment I think we'll never forget. Priceless. <laughs> Entertaining for many others. Though. And it's sold in our master class online, so it'll never go away. <laughs> Ever. Uh, um, yeah, so... so <laughs> I want to move on to our next topic here, uh, Brad, and, and it's part of the reason we brought you in today because, number one, I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you on behalf of our studio and on behalf of anybody who hasn't said thank you. Uh, Brad works in the grocery business, and he's worked in that business his whole life, and you know, may, may, maybe you're appreciated, not always super appreciated, but right now... The truth is, I just did a video about about our healthcare workers, but I'm going to do one for for the grocery and food business as well. You are on the front lines right now because people are being asked to stay home and you are being asked to go to work and sometimes work longer, harder hours than ever before. Um, And I just wanted you to get a chance to sort of share what's going on out there, what it really looks like. Um, Maybe both some of the good and the bad would be nice for us to hear. Well, and there is. There's there's great moments and there's there's bad moments and and the bad moments are people being stressed um and they're doing things that they wouldn't normally do they have bigger hearts than that they just are in stress mode the good moments we had two snowbirds that came in last week and and um, asked how many full-time members i had employees and they came back three hours later with a thousand dollars worth of gift cards for my members from local restaurants. So they supported all the local restaurants that were closing down and it went to our members who then we would order takeout and feed everyone at the store that day. So you're, so they were supporting both the local restaurants and, us. and you. That's unbelievable. At, I just got members. like major chills right. running down my body. That's unbelievable. And, and, that most people got the same response my my workers got the same response they got this chill that wow a thousand dollars we don't hardly even know you you walked in here with a thousand that's that's twenty fifty dollar gift cards to 20 different restaurants just to help them out so there's a lot of good out there there's a lot of good and and my company gave back to every member every employee um just because of how hard they're working they're all working they're all i i normally have 20 hours of overtime in the store for a week i had 300 hours of overtime last week oh my goodness i mean and and that's out of that's out of 40 people wow it's and there's if you don't get there at six o'clock you're not going to get toilet paper our shelves are empty our shelves are empty it's going to take us two months just to get back to normalcy because of how fast this happened and as soon as a section starts to run out then that's where people go Mm -hmm. because they're worried that there isn't going to be any more of that so it, it it's a hard time but this too shall pass. This yeah. too shall pass. Um, you can't, uh, my going through life with Brian and Joey, especially in their health, is you've got to keep the little things little, make the big things big. 
in a time like this, stay home. If you have to go to the grocery store, send, send one person and make a huge list. Don't come in for two items. I still see, or in our store, we, we still see 1,500 people a day in our store. Hmm. Cut those numbers down yeah. and, and make sure this big thing stays big. But then the stuff like running out of product or having to have too much, that's little things. That's, we all have more than we need. You know, I drank water out of a, out of a garden hose when I grew up. Mm-hmm. You can drink water out of the tap. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't like that, you can boil the water. And that takes the impurities out of it. That's it. No, I, <laughs> I, I love that. I think that's that's really good. And the other thing I, I would love for everyone to hear right now is just this idea of gratitude. I mean, how far $1,000 can go now? I mean, how many times have you told the story, do you think, since it happened? Oh, I've told it 20. 20 times. And then yeah. your employees, how many times they've told it. And, and I've, I've told the story on your behalf a few times. Right. Now we're telling the story to how many people are going to listen to this podcast. And it's just going to keep spreading. Mm-hmm. So this idea of love and gratitude. And, and I, I really like the idea of, yes, this is a big deal. It really is. And yes, people are fearful. But we need to fight that fear with love and gratitude. And that's exactly what these people did that came through. And even the smallest act of gratitude can be, can go such a long way. There's a, for instance, I needed some medication. So I was at Walgreens just, uh, yesterday and I walked in, I didn't recognize the pharmacist. And I just said, I said, Hey, are you new, new pharmacist here? And he looked at me with a, just a little bit of something in his eyes. And he said, I'm floating, which obviously means they need help. They, they're, they're working around the clock. And I just looked at him and I said, well, thank you so much for what you're doing right now. We really appreciate it. And you could, I mean, it just lifted him. You could tell that he hadn't heard that all day, you know, and, and for other people maybe are coming in cranky or doing different things. It's amazing what can happen when you just say thank you to people like Brad who are out there and literally, and, and I know you don't want any kind of hero credit right now, but he is putting himself on the line and like he said, ex- he, he's exposed now to 1,500 people mm. in a day. And that's rough. I mean, that's every day and walking on the front lines and saying, hey, I'm going to still show up to provide you food. Little things like saying thank you, like creating a list, you know, d- doing what you can on, you, on your end to help mitigate some of the risks that some of these people are taking really to serve all of us. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's so cool because – He's done a lot to help us, me and Brian and you and Leanne, um, just to make sure that we are having to go out as as little as possible mm-hmm. to expose ourselves. You know, Brian and I are both immunocompromised. So not only is he making that um, sacrifice of just doing what he's always done and, and helping the community and doing his job and doing it really, really well, but he's doing that knowing that he has sons who are immunocompromised and like and like he said today, he was like, I, I didn't I didn't know if I wanted to show up today or not because I, I didn't want to get you guys sick. I didn't want right. to expose you. But at the same time, like he's bringing us food so we're not having to go out. And that's huge. Like w- literally haven't seen anything except for the studio or my house the last 
two or three weeks. Yeah. And and that's all because of him. Otherwise, I would have had to go out. Yeah, absolutely. So cool. And, and you know, there are little things you can do. So, obviously, Brad's here, but the studio is not, you know, infected. Don't worry. You know, we, <laughs> yeah. if you wash your hands, if you're not sick, if you sanitize and you go through certain processes, which we, we do, and as soon as Brad leaves, we will clean up. And just <laughs> dub- doubly make doubly sure but um but yeah no i mean that's a huge deal it really is just to, to find a way to give i find that to be so important um speaking of if you wouldn't mind i'd love to get shay on the phone real quick um we don't have time to talk about it right now but i was uh on our next podcast we were going to go down uh, this path of what can you do because right now there's a lot of people out there saying what can't you do and uh, and I just want to I want to brief Shay on this really quick because she wrote a couple blogs. Hi there. Hey Shay, we're just talking about you. Hi everyone. We got uh, Brian, Joey, and their father Brad on the podcast Brad! today. Brad, hi, hi Brad. Hi Shay. Hello Joey and Brian also. Hi. She's less excited for you guys. She's though. less excited. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, okay. Yeah. Good to talk to you guys. Yeah. Shay, isn't Brad just like the cutest? Oh, I love Brad, and I I think I think Brad, sometimes I could be like the daughter that Brad always wanted, but only got Joey. <laughs> no, this, I'm just kidding. Is this lemon and raspberry your idea? He's talking about the He's sparkly water. He's talking about water the sparkly that, water that, that you got, got that we he actually oh, likes. It like he likes it. Does he really? I don't understand. He likes it. Yeah. It was it was totally an accidental call on my part. I thought they were just regular Pellegrinos, and I didn't look until I got back, and I was like, oh, they're flavored, and the boys, plus me, I'm also not a fan, so I'm so glad that they are going to use. That is wonderful. <laughs> In this time of need, we really need to send Brad home with all of the Spana yep. Pellegrinos. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, Shay, we were just talking about um, – about the next podcast, and and I was I was gonna sort of introduce that topic, but I wanted to also let people know that you wrote a couple really great blog articles that I'd love for them to read. How can they um, how can they find those? Sure, yeah. So they are posted on our website um, at hearingstudio.com. and if you scroll down to the bottom of the site, you'll see a little thing at the bottom that says blog, and you can click on that. Um, we've also shared it on our Facebook as well. And kind of sharing it as as widely as we can. We would love for you guys to read it and um, and share it with people. Um, I wrote about kind of what an acting school does during lockdown, and I wrote about um, how we're deemed as a non-essential business. And I know we'll get into that on the next podcast. But yeah, so visit our website at daringstudio.com and scroll down to the bottom, and you'll find blog, and you'll see the articles right there. Awesome and, and, and chills you will get. Yeah, I was gonna say you all know how we feel about <laughs> Shay, but but if I could brag about her for a second, we've talked a little bit about her writing uh, on this and her process. These are good blogs. I mean, she <laughs> she's a good writer, but these like her heart is in this so much, and and it's it's there's a reason I called her right now because I want to make sure that these <laughs> articles get read because they they can help some people. If you get a chance to read her writing, Thank it's you. really really beautiful. They made. You cry. They did actually. When, when she read yes, it, that's right. I'm gonna expose you. For when a she read it out loud, a tear glistened my eye. My body got chills, and I wanted to cry, but I wasn't strong enough. 
<laughs> well, I appreciate that, guys. And, and yes, thank you. And we do want people to read these. They're important and, um, you know, they're free. So it, it's something that I think is a big um, deal for us during this time that we can just give as much as we possibly can. And this is one of those ways that um, I specifically can, can be a part of our team doing that. So um, would love for you guys to read it and give us feedback. Thanks, Shay. Have fun in your quarantine bubble over there. Thanks, guys. Much love. All right. All right, so that pretty much wraps it up for the day here. We've got, uh, I believe, Leanne Deering coming into the studio later, so we're going to have to wrap and get her down here into production. Do you have anything you want to end on, Brad? Nope. I, I, I love the studio. I love my boys. Um, you've, you've helped make them amazing young men. That was, that was something to wrap up. <laughs> yes, it was. That was beautiful. All right, thank you very much, everybody. We'll see you on the next Deering Acting Studio podcast. Have a Deering day, everyone.